Okay. And we are here. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. We'll get this party started. This is Joshua David Bellin, author of the young adult science fiction adventure Survival Colony 9, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comic Pop License to Read, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I am Richard, along with Logan here. And what we just came in on was Jingo Jango, sung so by... Jingo Jungle. Excuse me, Jingo Jango. It's Christmas time. <laughs> we came in on Jingo Jungle. Thank you, Logan. Performed by Myth and Royd. And this is the opening of Saga of Tanya the Evil. And we are going to be discussing the light Tanya novel. the Evil, the light novel. Yes, and we're going to let Logan kind of jump in and give us the information on the back of the book for us. High above the blood and mud-soaked trenches, a young girl puts herself, sorry, pits herself against army mages in high-stakes aerial duels with bullets, spells, and bayonets. Her name is Tanya de Gurachov, and she is the Devil of the Rhine. One of the greatest soldiers the Empire has ever seen. But inside her mind lies a ruthless, calculating ex-salary man who enjoyed a peaceful life in Japan until he woke up in a war-torn world. Reborn as a destitute orphan girl with nothing to her name but memories of a previous life, Tanya will do whatever it takes to survive, even if she can find it only behind the barrel of a gun. There you go. And that's Tanya... This is one where there are light novels, there are manga, I believe, and yeah. the anime. There's also a web novel that's actually completed. And and that's where they're getting the, the source, source material from. Yeah, there's the okay. web novel, the light novel, and the manga, and the anime. Yeah, there's all four things. <laughs> <laughs> and the light novel that we read was put out by Yen Press in 2017. Mm-hmm. The story was by Carlos Zinn. The art was by Shinobu... Shinotsuki, Shinotsuki, Shinotsuki. Okay. I don't know. Okay, that's how I think. And in Japan, it was actually came out in 2013, so it is a little bit of an older series. It's not too too old, maybe five-ish years, roughly. Maybe it's a little more. It's 22, right? 
Yeah. 17 for us in the North American market. Yeah. So it's, it is a little older. Right now, the translations, how many translations is there I, in, the, in the light novels? Was it? I think it's like, 12, hold on. 12, you think? I think it's something like that. So we're not going to get into the manga. We're not going to get into the anime except for our opening and closing. So if you did enjoy the opening and if we get to the closing, we'll also give the information on that. But if yeah. you did enjoy Jingo Jungle, be sure to look up the artist Myth and Roy to see some of the other stuff that they do and support them mm-hmm. any way you can through the digital vendors of your choice. Logan's still looking yeah, up. It's... There's 12 light novels so far, 11 trans... Wait, 10 translated. The 11th's going to be translated this December. Okay, so there you go. And if you hear me crunching on ice or ice rattling, after the last couple of video, uh, excuse, videos, I wish, after the last <laughs> couple of recordings, you can hear me clearing my throat. I had a lot of congestion, a lot of dry mouth, yeah. a lot of coughing that I had it out, so trying to keep some liquid on my throat to... Make it a little bit better. Uh-huh. Hopefully, I won't do I will, it as much. Note for the well, this is a unusual case in that for the light novels, the manga, and anime, they actually do have fairly different from what I understand the stories. Okay. Of course, I am not an expert on that, having only read like the light novel. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've gotten to near the end of volume three of light novel. That's it. But yeah, but from yeah, what I understand, so. the manga and anime each progressively get. Tanya is a darker character. Okay. Which, well, which kind of lends to the title, Tanya, the saga of Tanya the Evil. Yep. So, yeah, yeah I've only read the first character. light novel. As Logan said, he's kind of either still working on the third one or just finished. I can't remember. Yeah. So he has a little bit more insight like he normally does with some of the things that we do. <laughs> but we're going to mainly concentrate on the first light novel. And as mm-hmm. it says, the salary man is basically killed off and he is reincarnated in basically a parallel earth where he inhabits this girl's body tanya Mm -hmm. and from there he's really happy yeah (laughs) but we have two distinct voices we have the salary man at times but then we have tanya clearly at times Hmm. and sometimes the point of views are done that way which is different. So, and then some of the other aspects of this novel is it will go to different characters for different points of views. Even flash forward sometimes. <clears throat> Even flash forwards. Uh, we also have a section where a lot of the action, where you think it's going to center around Tanya, it does, but it's told sometimes from the enemy, enemy enemy's point of view. Harder yep. word to say than you think, everybody. <laughs> but so. There is some challenges in reading this light novel. If you're not really comfortable jumping from different characters, it's fairly clear when they do jump yeah. to different points of views or different characters. It took me a second to realize the jump forward was a jump forward and not just a jump to <laughs> another viewpoint in that time. But it was pretty True. clear after a couple of paragraphs that, yeah, something yeah. was up. And this one's broken up into basically five parts, five chapters. So five parts. That's literally what it is. So it's not a linear, this is when she entered the military and it goes straight through. There are time jumps to a degree. They're not very big time jumps, but they're jumps from very distinct time frames. So the first one is she's at the Northern Army and she's a spotter for the artillery. And she becomes a, 
not a witch per se. I wouldn't call it that. But aerial mage. Aerial mage is yeah. what they're called. <clears throat> they have that's these the orbs. Re- that's the way she could be recruited that early too. Oh, yes. they didn't we technically have that. a. Yeah. How old is she? I. What twelve? I can't remember. I think in the first volume it's eleven. <laughs> so there you go, folks. We have an eleven-year-old in the military actually going to the front lines. So it's either 10, 11, later, uh, probably in volume two, she probably goes to 12. So she is a very young girl, but she shows an aptitude for the military mm-hmm. lifestyle and the mage being able to control what they call computational orbs. Yeah, I'm going to let Logan kind of discuss the computational orbs. Cause yeah, that's actually a more recent thing that the computational orbs is what have, is a more recent development that have allowed their mages to actually be more useful in the combat, including uh, actual aerial mage force in the whole. And this is what allows them to fly, yeah. allows them to do, uh, yeah. shoot destructive yeah. uh, power. Make any Make their bullets explosive by spell. Right, they're still carrying conventional use weapons. Barriers. Yeah, they do use rifles. But the, it's like but a again, boost to that rifle. Yeah. <laughs> like if you were in a video game. It'd be a boost to it, and it's not like a normal explosive bullet. shell book. Yeah, explosive shell. Yeah. So, so that's the first part of it. She's just a second lieutenant, fresh out of the school, fresh out of training. Yeah. From uh, what I understand, the when she was doing the spotting, that was actually technically part of her training, wasn't it? I've see, I, I didn't grab so, that, or at and least at first. It's possible you tend to remember a lot more than sometimes I do. But I knew this was her, basically her first mission. Yeah. And she, it's basically one where... And this is one... I'm going to read this now before I forget. Because if we get too far in, I'm going to forget. I'll have a comment at the end of this mission, but go for it. But <clears throat> this is straight from the book. I can't remember what the character is. I think it's the salary man that's thinking this. Tanya feels no desire to take pointless risk out of some desire to sacrifice herself for the greater good. She focuses as much as she possibly can on ensuring her safety. That's pretty much Tanya in a nutshell. I don't know about future books, but at least in the first volume, that's what she's doing. So she's in this situation where she's spotting and all of a sudden a swarm of mages come after her and she's basically up there by herself. She decides to go like a Tahoe character. Or I'm actually not sure if Tahoe does that, but those, the vertical shooters where you control the person. Oh, okay. Your person is the graphic and the actual hitbox of your person is that dot <laughs> in the middle of that graphic. Tanya went that direction. <laughs> so she just starts going after them, shooting them out of the sky, but she takes her own fair damage too. Yeah. She manages to keep her head and the... Uh, computational orb in her mouth alive the rest of it not so much (laughs) Uh, she's pretty much shot to pieces and she survives yep and she gets back to the uh shoot the back lines i can't think what they're called now uh so she's back in the area where (laughs) she can get treatment and the other thing you have to remember is we're going to actually get into this a little bit i forgot to do this too Tanya's full name is Tanya Dugurikov. This story is basically set in, a, like we said, a parallel Earth, and it's in Europe. And basically, she's, it's the, what is it, the Empire? Yeah, Germanian Empire. Or right, Germany. it's basically Germany. Yeah, Magic German. Magic yeah. 
you know, it's alternate history, alternate yeah. timeline, completely oh, different situations. A bit over nine years old, yeah. Okay. So when you're going to hear some of these names, they're going to be more German names, even though this was a yeah. Japanese production. Yep. So be aware of that. <clears throat> they do like to go to different places and write stories. They don't just confine themselves to Japan. Some of the authors and creators do go to Europe or the yeah. different countries to create stories. So yep. this is and one this where is they did that. This is basically a kind of alt World War One, basically, from what I understand. Not in quite, but in a sense, <laughs> yes. And their basis for the empire is they're surrounded by enemies or at least countries that could challenge them. So they're not attacking. Yeah. This, the this, first part is the everybody, Tante yeah. alliance yeah, and crosses their border and breaks the treaty. And that's when the, that section of a skirmish breaks out for them. Yeah. And then like two other guys go, okay, the Tante alliance are probably going to lose and we can't have Germania or whatever getting bigger than it already is. So let's attack <laughs> Germania. True. In, the Entente Alliance is not the first one to lose of that. No, and <laughs> the main main gist of the series is they keep the Empire keeps getting attacked. They're not the aggressors in this story. They are yeah. the ones defending their homeland. I think they might have actually started a, attacking someone in the Well, this is the first book. Three, but so yeah. So that's far, possible. Yeah. Purely on the defense. But that's the first part. There is another character that comes into play right after this section, and it's Major von Lurgen, and he opposes Tanya. She, he saw her in training and saw yeah. her pretty much threatening a the fellow life. cadet for <laughs> disobeying orders. Right. And yeah. she's up for the Silver Wings Assault Badge, which is the highest honor anybody can have. Nobody living has it. Usually it's done posthumously. Which... Well, she was uh, head in a computational orb at the time, so pretty close. <laughs> well, she still had her body. It was just shot up. Yeah. <laughs> so she had to heal. But he opposed their receiving that award and any type of promotions going forward. So you're going to hear his name a little bit later on as well. And just because of that one instance, he saw that in his gut, he's like, no, she's no good for the troops. She's going to get a lot of people killed. So he doesn't really like her style, doesn't want to see her proceed with her career, she's actually even though pretty, she's like a Yeah, she's a actually child. pretty good at that. And <laughs> she actually does really good on the whole not getting people killed thing. True. And we're going to spoil There's, this whole first yeah, part, folks. So Sorry. I kind of want to spoil we are. it more and more, but yeah, yeah well. <laughs> the next <laughs> section is she gets a new posting as a research pilot test pilot yes, test pilot it's at the she's at the field test right oh, excuse me da, 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 da. give me a dr shugel's trying to create a four quad core basically right the core the computational orgs are usually two cores and they this one has four. they actually haven't got to two core yet oh, it's the two one? cores developed okay. as a byproduct of the testing to get to four core okay so they're testing something with more cores, very unstable. And this yeah. is being done Over by Chief Engineer Dr. Shugel. Shugel, yes. And this is basically the pie-in-the-sky philosopher's stone Pretty test, much, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. And it's called the Type 95 is what it's called. And it's basically Tanya was selected because what she was able to do in that skirmish yeah. to survive. She's young. Her control she has is aptitude great. of... Yeah. Very 
strong stamina. He is pushing her like crazy. Saying, go yeah, higher, go higher. Because they can only go to like mm-hmm. 6,200 feet. And then yeah. 8,000 is kind of like the danger zone when you start yeah. running into mm-hmm. thin air. And then an even higher, it's, it's just more and more thinner air. Yeah. So it's more dangerous to stay conscious. And, yeah. And she was actually, one of the things she was knowing is, we need thicker coats too and such. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's cold up there. It's cold up there, folks. And it's one of those where they've recognized her. She has she has more yeah. magical abilities or mage abilities than others. I think it's That's mainly control, but chosen yeah. The control, right. Yeah. And she's having difficulties controlling it. She wants them to scrap this because yeah. it's going to kill She's her. actually unofficially applied for getting out of there. And the other people in that noticed that she unofficially tried to, you know, they're... And I think she actually officially asked to be reassigned to a different unit near the end there. She does. Yeah. But before that happens... Oh, we get to actually mention the... The divine intervention happens. Yeah, because she did get... (laughs) uh, She talked to being that she named Being X when she died in her life as a salary man. He got pissed off at her not having much faith in him and such. And... She got sent to be Tanya. And, yeah, that happened. <laughs> and right before we get to this, we get to see a little uh, gathering of the gods or angels or whatever. Because it's a yeah. gathering of gods and they all go by different angel ranks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yep. And they decide that faith is getting a bit low, so we should actually directly intervene some more. So they give him a miracle and yeah. all of a sudden Tanya can control the computational orb, the Type 95. As long as she's spouting the Lord's praises. And while they did that, they also removed every single one of the uh, safeties safeties that she had them install previously. (laughs) So so she's on to her next venture where she actually has to do field testing on this thing. Uh So they sent her to the Western Front at that point. And this is where we meet Visha, who, from what I understand, is Visha? she's barely in this, but she's, from what I understand, more focused on in the manga. Victoria? With, no. Visha? The who? Corporal? Huh? The Corporal? Victoria? Oh, making them look. I have Corporal Victoria you know, Ivanova Serebarokov, because she comes back later in the last chapter of this book, too. Hmm. Might be. <laughs> Might just have enough... Fanfics that I've been used to that. <laughs> Other translation? But anyway, the, while he's looking that up, this is taking place on the Western Front, from what I remember. Or, excuse me, the Eastern. Rhine? Eastern Front with the Rhine. And this is where she gets the Devil of the Rhine. No, from, the, isn't it? that's in the next one. Oh, okay. Never that's mind, during folks, when she's doing the trenches in <laughs> the Rhine. <laughs> I'm wrong. That's when uh, the Rhine front's gone to being uh, okay. trench warfare. But anyway, this is... Oh, wait. No, never mind. It's already there. Never mind. But then huh. we have the Franco's Republic comes across the border and starts attacking the Empire. Mm-hmm. And she is with a squad. And it is with First Lieutenant Elon Shawokov and then also the Corporal. She gets in charge of a third platoon. It's her first command per se of the 205th assault mage company and they give her some recruits pretty much fresh out of school and she pretty much asks where they're from and all this and she sends almost all of them away except for this corporal victoria 
and because she feels like yeah. she started out at the bottom with nothing. She was constricted, conscripted to be in the military. She didn't volunteer. And Tanya feels if you volunteer, you're a glory hound. You're looking for yeah, uh, your glory. You're taking up the state's resources when they didn't call on you. So right. you better and definitely prove your worth. Anybody that yeah. is drafted basically is someone that the they're there country actually asked for. Yeah. Well, they're there and they're wanting to stay alive too because they're there to protect the country to a degree, but some of them necessarily aren't. So they're wanting to stay alive too, which yep. is. Tanya's main goal is to stay yeah. alive. I think she was, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, of course, as Corporal Victoria Ivanova Hasebrubriakov. Yeah, that name. I could, I should shoot, <laughs> but as Visha, I have no motive. So I guess oh, Visha's, Visha's her nickname then. Was Visha her roommate? No, Visha's her nickname. Oh, okay. As Corporal, I should shoot, but as Visha, I have no motive. So it's both mm. names for the same person. It's just one's mm, guy. I just goes kept by for yeah, but again they I get missed. they come across the lines they instigate they're called the named from the Francos yeah. Republic. Uh, I just hope I'm pronouncing that it's right. A, yeah, I think named is more what happens when you get the, the like the Devil of the Rhine is Tanya's name and such. But yeah, they've got a whole company or something of them or a that whole group of them starts attacking this whole attack group. And they're kind of like, what's going on? And again, Tanya pretty much just goes kind of in a zone from, because they describe this one from the enemy's point of view. And that, what I can get is she kind of goes into a zone and just starts battling again. And the corporal is keeping up with her as best she can. Mm-hmm. Tanya is recognizing that. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, they don't say how many were lost, but they go back. And because of that, she gets recommended for the war college. Yep, or something like that. Yeah, and a rough, rough estimate of what happened. That's at least the chronological. I'm not sure if that's why, but quite possibly, I can't remember. Well, she showed an aptitude because they think yeah, they, she's the one that because the lieutenant, I believe, and some of the captains and the higher cadre of that company were kind of like you know she she's a warrior. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she led her even the Albate a small platoon she did leave them mm-hmm. and i think they all survived i don't know about the other platoons quite possibly at least hers and i don't know if I'm, it was just her and the corporal or if it was others I don't, they I'm only focused sure. on her and the corporal and the yeah. fight and then the other two she kicked out right away the yeah. rear but she sent them to the rear that's where that's yeah that's true. one of the ones where i know that the thing got darker as the thing's gone and then she goes to War College, where she has a chance encounter with a gen- General Brigadier General von Zetula. Yep, that's one of the generals. <laughs> that's how I pronounce Pretty sure it. that was Zetor. <laughs> yep. I, uh, and and she, he basically becomes yeah. her mentor, in a sense. Helps her out, becomes her mentor, starts yeah. helping her out. Something. In, a, in a way. She mentions, uh, he, he asks for suggestions. She mentions making a quick reaction force to focus on doing damage rather than taking territory. And the reason and, for that yeah. was because he asked her where she thought the war was going. Mm-hmm. And she said, eventually this is going to become a war to war. Yeah. If we let it keep going, because we are eventually we're going to just, everybody's going to be brought into this. And mm-hmm. like Logan says, she talks about the reaction force. Yep. Which she didn't think it was going to be her or 
possibly even actually a thing, but hey. <laughs> so she gets through the war college. I'm not going to spend much time on that. She does have a few other encounters and stuff. Yeah, it convinces somebody to go retire, retire than, early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very early. He's basically uh yeah, go Young spend time with, with your wife rather than go at a war. Yeah. Now I'm the top guy. <laughs> yeah, she gets <laughs> into the top 12 or top, top 10, 10. I don't know, but yeah, somewhere like that. Of her class, which gets her some a better assignment, basically, mm-hmm. because of that. And when it goes into the last chapter, chapter 5, we come back. And this Von Lurgen, he's now a lieutenant colonel. He doesn't want her to have the promotion because she's getting a quick promotion to captain mm-hmm. and then he really does not want her to become a commander which they make her the commander of a reactionary force yeah an augmented <laughs> battalion or something augmented uh, something augmented or other battalion. which is one more of the smaller unit that makes up that unit yeah it's like 48 individuals i think they said some of that so they put her in charge of that and she's like okay i can drag my feet so i don't have to get to the front line so i'm safe mm-hmm. and she's <laughs> planning on yeah, because she's in charge of training, too. Yep, she's in charge of forming it and training the unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she gets so many volunteers, and they tell her yeah. she can't pull from the north and east because they're heavy fights. Mm-hmm. So she has uh, ways to filter out, which yep. the first of which is, okay, we're going to have the whole room you're in be a basically illusion that the mages are casting. And if you can see through that, then pass the first round yeah <laughs> and a lot do not pass yeah even the, even some of the veterans from the east and north do not pass either so but in essence they kind of well she goes like okay this is going to take longer so i'm not gonna have to go to the front as fast and in essence she recruits almost the nobodies in essence is what they're wanting her to recruit and she makes the why she did this i'm not quite sure but she turns around to him after this the all the commanders are looking at their troops failing and she goes well i can get them all trained up in a month which <laughs> and she was like if she was wanting to spend more time she should have not said that yeah. <laughs> so now she's in the pickle that she has to train these recruits in a month to be a reactionary force and then the last part of this chapter is them basically training and she's basically, it's like a special running forces through, group. Yeah, running through all the special forces yeah. training of... I mean, she just tears them apart. I yeah. mean, wears them down. I mean, anything if you, you can think yeah. of special force training. Including, uh, basically, no magic runs of yep. mountains. <clears throat> and in essence... I think it was mentioned that some of the cannon fire that she was... Artillery that oh, she was running down was, was actually real. <laughs> yeah, it was live. She was like, oh, they still have some more rounds. So let's fire some more. You still got to dodge. But what that actually did... Because when this squad actually graduated... She, they actually all had the stamina because she put them through so much hard paces... Yeah. That they actually had the mass-produced Type 95... Yeah, the two, they got the... Computational orbs. Two core, dual core. Yeah. I think that's actually 97, but yeah. 97, okay. So... Which, they got the prototypes version of that. Yeah, so it's one of those where it's like, she actually did such a good job that they could actually control more than what the normal mage could. Yeah. And of course, we said she would come back in, but the adjutant for Tanya is this Victoria. Yep. Mm -hmm. And now she is a second lieutenant. 
Yep. So it was kind of nice to see that come back in, and now she's part of this group. And then it pretty much leaves off yeah. at that point where they're basically saying we're I can't remember if it left off where their uh, troops have come over the border and they're re, uh, they're activating the yeah. group. Emergency and army-sized Dacian unit is firing. So, yeah, it's right after the Dacian is starting to get in there. Okay. So it's, it's – and then it's the weird thing about it is, and they even mentioned it in the book, is this is all coming from a 10-, 11-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah, 9 <laughs> to 11 maybe over the course of the So it's – and it's got very little, fun. They've got the yeah. little how the war has been going things out the in the back. In the back, yeah. The other thing I don't Logan will have to tell me about volume two and volume three, but the first volume at least had a poster on the inside. Yeah, cover. they've all had that. Yeah. So it's one of those where you have to make a decision. Do you want to rip it out and hang it somewhere, or do you want to leave it in the book so it stays with the book? And they're so double sided. So you actually have the book as a whole piece. And Logan has chosen to leave it in the book, which I usually do as well. Just to leave yeah, they're it as double-sided too. So, yeah, they're pretty cool. So it's a very nice book. It's oversized. If it was probably the in the North American market, mm-hmm. you'd possibly call this a trade paperback size. It's bigger than a manga. It's not a paperback size. It's not quite as big as a trade paperback, but it's getting close to that size. It's like three hundred pages. I believe so. 320? Uh, 318. There you go. So, and to me, this one was a little bit longer than most light novels, or I at least so, but the print sure. was smaller. So you had a lot more story. I think it's a l- bit thicker than most night wow. levels, too, but I'm actually not sure on that seeing some of those. So it might just be. Well, the most of the light novels I've read so far, so I'm not saying this is all of them by any means, but all the ones that I have read have been the same thickness but the print size is much bigger and so you don't have as much story it goes by faster where this one i felt like it was smaller print so you got more of a story some other things to talk about with the fifth one fifth chapter that logan wants to comment if he wants to real fast about future books is the fifth chapter also introduces a tv reporter that's investigating time after the world yeah yep that's after the war Tanya herself and most of the stuff is extremely redacted and such. She's taken to call Tanya the 11th goddess (laughs) because it's 11 digits and completely blacked out and shows up a lot. (laughs) So Tigaracha. So if probably the modern day equivalent, like Logan and I were talking a little bit earlier, is like think about like groups like the Delta Force, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Nobody really knows who's part of it per se they don't know the missions it's all classified this is the same way her reactionary force was this is basically a special forces reactionary yeah. force that they created mm-hmm. around tanya and her skills yeah the parts of the illusions that they were using to filter out recruits were some of them suggesting that it was like a publicity thing a pr unit true they did which is some of the re- rumors that showed up when they actually got to finding the one document they found on it that wasn't classified, which was yeah. her recruitment. The recruitment poem, poster. in essence, basically. <laughs> yeah. To recruit the troops for her squad. 
uh-huh. and it, it kind of th- and you, you know think of it as like if you you know watch Captain America the first Avenger he's on yeah. a PR group he's with the USO so yeah. in essence that's what's been filtered down is this group was actually a PR group they weren't really a combatant unit oh yes they were yeah <laughs> so, and like I said and that's pretty much where it ends I know we've pretty much spoiled the whole first book that's fine because there are 12 more books forthcoming. Yeah, and there's a lot of the details in this are good, too. Yeah, we just skimmed over this because there's too much to really go into all of it. It's one of those, like I said, if you're kind of have are hesitant about the multiple characters, like Logan said, I think after you get past the first couple of 20, 30 pages, I think you kind of get used to it. You have, you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they come and go. Like, you know, Victoria was in Chapter 3. Three, I think it was. Then she comes back in five. So the Brigadier Generals in the last two chapters, that Von Lurgen is in a couple of them. Yeah, the Generals show up a fair amount to see that point of view. A number of times you can see enemy perspectives. Yeah, That happens a fair amount. And if you like the military fiction with a little bit of fantasy, sci-fi. And a bit of comedy, too. And some comedy. I'm not sure, but yeah. It's kind of funny to them. <laughs> but that is pretty much Tanya the Evil, or the mm-hmm. saga of Tanya the Evil. For yep. the Young title. Woman's War Record. There are subtitles to these books. If you really want to know the subtitle. Yeah, this the... one's Dus le Volt. And I would assume that's probably German. No, I think that's Latin. Is it Latin? Dus le Volt. Okay. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. Pretty sure they're Latin, but not sure. sure. We'll say yes. You want me to look it up real fast and see what? Let's see. Plus the motto sure. of the Order of the Holy Schiffler of 1824. In modern times, the Latin motto has different meanings depending on the context. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It's Latin. Yeah. Morgan. Good job. There's also Iron. Plus Ultra, the finest hour. David does his coke finem. Looks like it's... So. So it's a motto relating to divine providence is another thing that says here. In, uh, yeah, the 11th one Google is search. Alea Iacata Est. Yeah, it looks like it's, I think they're mostly Latin mottos or various other mottos. But I'm, okay. not, I'm not exactly okay. sure. So, uh, abyssus is abyssum. <clears throat> so I say it does take a little bit longer to read than a normal, what I consider a normal light novel, but it was very well written. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was great. I think most of the people, like I said, if you enjoy military fiction with a little bit of fantasy slashed, splashed in, I think you'll enjoy it as well. What do you think? Anything else, dude? Uh, I think that's good. And we've been <laughs> at it for about 40 minutes. So that's oh, wow. good. We're going to get this down some. No, that's all right. I so, think that's good. It was a good read. <laughs> True. And as everybody knows, our views and opinions of Logan and I are our own. Yeah. They don't reflect anybody that's in association with us, whether it be an entity, business, organization, or artist. This is our own opinions, everybody. So don't get upset with them. Don't get upset with us either, hopefully. But <laughs> there you go. If you like what you've heard, consider subscribing to the podcast on whatever podcast feed you listen through. We appreciate that. We're on quite a few different catchers now. So. You can go mm-hmm. look us up that way and let somebody know about us as well. It'd be nicely appreciated. We're just here to have fun. Yep. No big deal. We're just here to ramble. Mm-hmm. Rambling. I'm a rambling man. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> We're just rambling on. So mm-hmm. 
Uh, as I said, we came in on the opening with Jingo Jungo. Okay. We came in on Jingo Jungo. Now closing on Los Los Los. Yes, <laughs> and this is the ending of the saga of Tanya the Evil's anime. And this is performed by Aoyuki. Is how I pronounce it. I guess Aoyuki. I have no clue. A- A-O-I and then Yuki. I would say Aoyuki is the Aoi? performer. I have no clue. It's... I'd say Aoi, but... <laughs> okay. Who knows? We are not Japanese. We don't nope, so we apologize if we Sorry about any again. mispronunciations. Because we know one of us has mispronounced it probably both of us at multiple times. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, There you go, yeah. folks. But anyway, uh, this is like Logan said already, los, los, los. Uh, we appreciate everybody hanging out with us, giving us a listen, and having fun with us. Oh, we've been having fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you've been having fun. And we will catch everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. Say it, so special, you